Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg. Hey Ash, how's it going? Good, good. How are you doing, Greg? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Sunday, the weather's been better today. and Getting warm. And it's the for anybody in the UK, it's Happy Valley last ever episode in about an hour's time. Ooh, never seen it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Not as exciting as podcasting, though, obviously. Good. <laughs> good, good, good. So this week we are joined by my friend Steve Harris, who is a comedian, actor, UFO, aficionado. Wasn't sure what word I was going to use then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, hello, Steve. Thank you for joining Hiya. us. Hello, lads. You okay? Hiya. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're welcome. Um, have you seen the sunsets tonight? Oh, oh, let me show you this one. Right there. Not been outside. Yes, no. I have. You've not been outside today. Here we go. That is... Oh, my. That was the view. It's incredible. There's something going on then. There's definitely been... I bet if you check volcanic activity or something like yeah. that, there will definitely have been some uh, some big volcano gone off because that's mad. It, it looks stunning. And where I am, that that bit is over. That's Bryce Norton. Oh, I know. Yeah, but it's just there. I know it well. I know it really well. So I can see the planes coming in. That's the the air. The runway is just there. Nice, yeah. I've flown out of there a few times going to huh? Afghanistan. Yeah, nice. Sat there, got, got not sc- nice, really, but no, yeah, yeah. Nice. it was all right. Uh, well, it was all right for me. I, I, I ended up flying them aircraft as well, uh, one, once or twice because when you get above 25,000 feet, all, uh, feet all, all bets are off. The RAF, they're like, ah. they're like, honestly, they're like, do you want to have a go? And I'm like, mate, it's a C 130. They're like, ah, you'd be right. <laughs> it's like flying a cloud, <laughs> it was literally. It was just that that easy, you know what I mean? It was just and they, because it's a massive plane, but it's got four jets. It uh, each one of them capable of carrying its weight, so it's got jet fighter capabilities. But it's also the same size as a jumbo aircraft. So it's literally oh. like you get a heads up display, and you follow the green dot and all that kind of stuff. It was great until um, you almost crash into a, a drone and you have to plummet. 5,000 feet in just a matter of seconds, so you get zero G. I shit my pants, basically. It was pretty scary. Yeah, that really that really happened, by the way. That really wow. Happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, out of breath. I didn't even know how to follow that with a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, got, I remember getting screamed at because when I went into the car park, they have the guy who, like, he's... Not he's in got... the plane. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's before takeoff. And I get screamed, screamed at for, for ruining somebody's night vision because obviously the guard's there. And, and I see one of my, who I think's one of my friends. So I flash my lights in the car park. <laughs> and he, he come over and he was proper one of them, you know, that go, I know I was talking So them that, them that do that, it was, it was one of them and he really scared me. He's like, you're ruining my night vision! Like this. And I was like, geez, mate. He said, I won't tell you again. And I'm like, it's the first time here. So you've not really, I ended up getting to like a petty argument with him. About like he's saying, I won't tell you again, and I'm saying, well, I've never been here before, so you you, you never told. So why are you saying again? And, I, and it was like, and it sounded like you're flying a plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I did last week. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's yeah. a really nice painting behind you. Actually, who's done that? It's a, a canvas thing I got for Christmas off your partner, off Jamie. No way. No, it's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you know well what? Nice. I sold I sold Skinny Bob a few months. And ago. I saw I saw you selling that. Wow! Yeah, my alien, he was like I, a yeah. massive, big, big four four foot alien, Skinny Bob, and I used to dress him up with like you know whatever time of year it was, like you know, or Christmas he'd have a hat on, or if it was like um, it's winter time or springtime, he'd have like um, DJ headphones on and say like he'd just come back from Singapore doing a DJ set and that, you know, <laughs> Skinny Skinny Bob. Yeah. Which is the Russian one, isn't it? Because it's J Rod. 
that's the uh, the American alien that's at Area Fifty One, supposed to be a survivor of Roswell, and uh, uh, Skinny Bob is the Russian one that they had. Like that video you see that looks like like it's choking, you know that one. It's so, obviously fake, but <laughs> well, that's my question: Was do, do you do you believe that video? I don't know. Guessing. I don't know because you, you can't believe any video these days, can you? Even the even that one of that sent you with that bright silver craft. Because now you've got the argument saying it's too clear; it must be fake. That's the problem, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. yeah, it's too good. Yeah, of course. So, so if you get if you get like a, a full on video of like a, a Bigfoot like in the distance, and he's like he sort of waves and that, and it's really Bigfoot, they're going to be like. It's that fucking Bigfoot that he's waving. <laughs> it's like it might be Bigfoot, you know what I mean? Imagine Bigfoot had like learned to like do rollies or something. He's just like walking through the forest smoking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no one ever gonna believe that that is actually yeah, Bigfoot. Yeah, give, give us a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting interesting you should say that because just before I came onto the laptop, there's a program on BBC iPlayer called Deep Fake Celebrities. Right. And it's all these videos and like a sketch show of all these uh, celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Tyson Fury, all deep faked onto to normal people in like normal situations. And it looks incredibly real. Mm. So can you imagine what we're going to be fed soon? It'll yeah. just be yeah. Aha! AI, is, <laughs> yeah, AI is, is good enough. It's chat. No, they, they've got that new site. I mean, that chat PM to PMT. G, G, PMT. Yeah, GPT. Yeah, PMT. <laughs> you Christ, that's a whole yeah, other website. Yeah, and it, and it can it can understand it. Can, it can it can get to know you within ten minutes. It can mimic you, like you know, so you, no one can tell it. It's not you. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's now you're gonna have to film it yourself. The only way we're gonna know. If there's a real video or a real alien, we're gonna to have to see it ourselves, and then spend the rest of your life trying to convince everyone. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's that's perfect for the authorities. Of course, it is. Yeah, they, who's going to believe you? Who's going to believe who's me? Because believe people think I'm mad anyway. I mean, people are like they genuinely think I'm nuts, so they're going to be like, "Oh, here we go." Aris is tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true though. It's like, at what point does it become? This real UFO or UAP video, at what point is it real? About, or is it not real? It just, it, well, what, what I'm really con- concerned with is that on, I think it was June 2021, the Pentagon came out. Do you remember this? The Pentagon came out and said they have off world vehicles not made by human hands. Do you remember that? The Pentagon released that statement. And they said they were going to follow it up, and they never. And they waited for that Trump thing to come out of office when they just come up and they said they don't know what it is that we're dealing with. Now, now the, even the Pentagon, it, that for me is an admittal, and nobody gives a flying fuck. Nobody's gone. They, they've done it in such a manner that they've not admitted it, but they have. Do you know what I mean? They've kind of like... So Joe Public still doesn't know if there's UFOs or anything out there, but there has been a bit of disclosure. But, they, but they've, they've been clever about it. Rather than saying... Oh yeah, we've got the. This is this is uh, J. Rod the Grey. He's been at Area Fifty One since nineteen forty-seven. Uh, he's met mine. Uh, he's made these craft. So that's you get. That's it. They're going to need that, and then people aren't going to believe it because of this deep fake shit. Do you think that obviously the way sort of people kind of don't care about this stuff? If they did say like like something like that, would 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 the general public? Pay much attention to it anyway. I don't think they care anymore. Mm. I don't think they, I don't think they really do. But I, when 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 the Pentagon released that statement, I went cold. I was like, "Fuck, they're here. This this is it. They're, they're, this is the Pentagon saying they've got UFOs." Um, I mean, it's not monkeys that's made them, so it's not it's off world vehicles not made by human hands who, who who've made it octopus. It's we know what you're saying. So, so I was I was thinking that they were preparing us to introduce the greys. I genuinely did, and then uh, and I, but I went cold, and I suddenly realised that I weren't quite ready for it. Hmm. You know what I mean? I did. I genuinely was like, oh, oh, I'm I'm ready for this. I don't I don't think I am really. But that was during lockdown as well, and I was running out of bread <laughs> <laughs> and toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not another reason for people to stockpile, but the, I know. But the, 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 it's going to have to take a very sincere news. Uh, it's going to have to, like, you know, when they take over everybody's telly, when they do those announcements, it'd have to be one of them fed into everybody's homes and but we're under attack, maybe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine yeah. Boris coming on? Yeah. Yeah, and saying uh, we're under attack. <laughs> he's a liar. <laughs> yeah, he lies anyway. They're like, oh, he's a fucking, he's a clown. Yeah, they just want lockdown again. That's yeah. all they want. <laughs> I am um, because I always thought growing up that disclosure would the only way that they would show them like the the, the ultimate disclosure would be them, them whoever they are landing on. The, the lawn of the White House. Yeah. That would yeah. be like the ultimate discovery. Nobody could deny it then. It was there. Well, they, 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 buzzed, they buzzed up in 1952, didn't they? Yeah. They, they, they yeah. literally went over about 13 craft uh, twice. Yeah. The they went day, over the way. They got pictures of it and they told them that the, the mm-hmm. date and the time they were going to be there the next time and they was. Yeah. So they've already, they've already tried. But... <laughs> yeah. So... But it, it, so so do you think that that Pentagon report was the start of disclosure? Yeah. Or do you think or do you think we've had disclosure and this is now sort of up so say for example the whole Roswell nightmare, a PR nightmare that they had where they said that they come out like next day and said it was a weather balloon and all this kind of stuff which ironically has just happened in the yeah. United States, yeah, yeah, and they shot it down, yeah. Which, so <clears throat> it'd be interesting to see what they retrieve from that, whether or not they show it as a weather balloon. Well, they shot it out over the ocean, haven't they? So they, they so, yeah. So there you go. Who's 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 got a submarine? What member of the public? They've, they've got boats and stuff, but you know, let's let's see what what they do bring back for that. But it it did look like a, a balloon to me. Yeah, it did to me. It did to me. So, do you think? Do you think? Go back to it. Sorry, that that disclosure was from that Pentagon report. That is sort of modern day disclosure. Yeah, that's the Pentagon saying we've got alien craft. The Pentagon, yeah. the most serious people in the world, saying we look, we've we. But the, the way they worded it was, we've, we've got off-world vehicles, not mm-hmm. made by human hands. You know, that's the exact term they used. That was the word for word verbatim what they, the Pentagon released in their statement. And everybody jumped on it. Fox News, uh, the New Yorker, the Times, everybody just chomped at it for ages and ages. And they, they didn't let them let it go. So they had to like step up with it. And I think uh, the, 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 the um, what's his name? The pre- president, that last president was not, I forgot his name. Trump. Trump. Biden, yeah. Trump, he, he whichever left, one you want to pick. He left that clause in, didn't he? They had 180 days to disclose. So that softened the blow of that whilst they dressed up the fact that they, they, they were just going to say, well, we don't know, but they do know, but they're going to say, well, we don't know what it is. It's easy to say we don't know what it is, but we've got that, but we don't know what it is. So and everybody still seems to be quite happy with that. Nobody's Nobody's gone back in and started to challenge them again like they did when Fox News did. So I think it was April 2020 when they first came out and said UFOs are real. Like these videos of the Tic Tac and yeah. the Gimbal and that. They are yeah. genuine videos that we've got. Yeah. They've now been leaked, so now we have to sort of own them yeah. and say, yeah, there are videos. They are genuine UFOs. And they said the words UFOs are real for yeah. the first time in yeah. history. And they did, and they said that at the height of COVID, lockdowns just starting all over the world. Yeah. So no one paid attention. And then that's right. Fast forward to July 2021, when they say they're about off-road vehicles, he was in the news for a little bit, but then if you ask someone in the pub, in the street now, do you remember this? No one's going to say they it's, remember it. Or they don't, and there's still it. a lot of ridicule attached to it. you know. And because of the people were in such a state during lockdown, when, when, and they were becoming so desensitised to mad news, that when, when, when they said UFOs are real, they just glossed over it. It's like, oh, oh it's UFOs now. Hmm. <sighs> What's coming next? You know, so it, it was it was good timing, all of it. But we know because I've had my my own encounters, you know, and I and I've been um, I've got some very strange stories from being a child. That I, I'm just going to keep to myself. But um, 
but I, I became heavily involved in this subject when I was around seven, between seven and ten. About, I remember it being that. And my school books were, I wish I, I've got one somewhere, school book, a uh, really detailed abduction story from over my house on Captain Fall Road in Little Ultima where I used to live and uh, and getting up, getting up, going on board the ship and um, and being quite pally with them and they were showing me around and showing me how everything worked and all that kind of stuff and then me, me just getting a bit worried and panicking so I made up a bullshit story that I had to get back. So they thought this to just send me back and then I just sort of woke up and that was a regular occurrence. That was like a regular occurring dream. Anyway, I was just really interested in it. So, but about 12 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, I'm going to make no 12. Um, uh, I was driving uh, back home on the M6. So coming from down south, so I was going north. And I got to the sort of Stoke area and um, I noticed there was a, a, a craft shaped like this, right? So it was that shape, right? But it was thicker. And on the back there, it had a pole like that. And on the top of that pole, there was a white glowing orb, right? So imagine that. You know, you know the old uh, music pods that we used to get when they first came out, those iPods, them mm. things? It looked a, bit, yeah. looked a bit like big the big one of them, right? And it had this flashing orb on the back with a pole with no wings, right? And it didn't make a sound. And what it did was, it, it was for me, but how I saw it, it was like someone was joyriding in the sky. They, it was just zooming it was accelerating you could see it accelerating it would go whoosh and then go over to the east and then uh and then just accelerate to the crazy speed back over so it was doing 50 miles minimum in in just a second or two and i was watching it with my ex-wife and we were going what's what the bloody hell is this what i'm watching it for ages because it was like in the distance and then and it sort of then it did a big circle and whoosh and shot off again it was probably Easily a thousand miles an hour within just a second or so, just with no acceleration, no no exhaust or anything like that. And uh, so, so the next night, um, I'm coming back down that same stretch of motorway around the same area around the same time ish, right? So now we're looking for stuff. Out there. Because again, as I got to the area, I was like, oh, "Do you remember that thing last night?" And I, I never told anybody about that one, right? Ever. I mean, because it was just odd, no wings, a rectangular box with a glowing orb on the back. And so, but luckily I, I had a witness, my ex-wife. So anyway, the next night we, uh, this is where it gets weird. I was slow over the trees, the tree line. So as you get to like um, Stoke area and you go a bit further past, it starts to get a little bit tree on the left. And it's like farmer's fields left and right for a bit of a distance. And above, right above the treetops, just a few feet above the treetops, so uh, say 25, 30 foot maybe, between 30 and 50, give, it, give or take, uh, was a, a that colour, again, black, black, but it was that colour, triangle, and complete proper triangle like this. And, uh, and under each apex, it had a glowing orb. And, uh, and, and then I think, I think, I don't know if I'm misremembering this bit, so I'm going to leave it there. I was going to say there's a red bit in the middle, but I don't quite remember that. But at the back, there was two sort of like lights like this, and it, and it was um, about, I'd say about four foot thick, you know. Uh, so it was the same size as, a, imagine like a tornado fighter jet, uh, and but then it enclosed it in a triangle, in a black triangle. That's about the size it was. And it had no no form of propulsion. It was it was completely silent. And as it went over the car, everything went silent. Everything went like a whisper. You couldn't hear the road noise. Uh, and it, and it and it drifted over the car at this speed, like that. You know, like the one in Close Encounters when it's going up when he first sees it. And it did that. And it had no downdraft. Which it would have had, would have, would have needed to stay at that height and speed. It would have had to have a downdraft, right? It didn't have any of that. Didn't have any propulsion from the back. It just silently went away over to the, the east, like that. And I and I looked at my ex and I went, "Are you seeing this?" And she went, "Yep, yep." And we just watched it disappear, and it went and gone, and that was it. And I was like, "Wow, well that was odd." So I reported that one the next day to the police. 
it, but I didn't. They didn't give me an incident number. I think I got an incident number when I checked up. There was no account of it. So, um, but though I didn't tell anybody about the first one that I saw until that is, I watched People of Earth. Do you remember People of Earth? Have you seen that show? Right. Yeah, you sent me the the yeah files so to watch it. If what, just watch it. Any, any any person watching or listening to this now, watch People of Earth anyway because it's brilliant. Anyway, it's good. It's yeah, really it's good. funny. Anyway, this, there's a there's a mothership behind the moon, right? And it's got a reptilian, a Nordic, and a grey who run the ship, right? And it's really funny dynamic. But the the ship that they travel from that ship to Earth in was the same one that I saw on that first night. And that then gave me the confidence to say, I've fucking seen that. I saw that. So so anyway, about three months later, this is me who's been waiting all my life for a, vi- for a visit, right? So I was coming on the M62. It was, uh, I think it was autumn. Can't remember the date exactly. And it was again. It was about half ten. I'm coming back from a show, and I got to this the bit where you go over the big hill and dip down. And you look, if you look to your right, you can see Halifax and that sort of all that area there, mm-hmm. right? And it was a full moon, and uh, and and the moon the moon was absolutely glorious. It was the most beautiful milky orangey sort of like fullest moon I'd ever seen it was beautiful and I was like oh my god that's the nicest moon I've ever seen but underneath it halfway between the horizon and the moon was the was another moon and I was like the fucking hell's that and as I and as I was and it was the same color and it it was but it was um half size and um but obviously it was it was closer so the perspective was out it wasn't half the size of the moon, but it looked like half the size between that and that because of the perspective. And as I looked, it, it did this. It, it went and shrank down to the... Oops. Shut up. Piss off. Sorry. Loads of pop-ups have come up. Oh, calm. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, it, and it did that. Have you ever seen the, uh, the Dome of the Rock a UFO where, the, where it comes down over the, the Dome of the Rock and does that flash and then shoots back up. No, I've never seen it. that one. Yeah, watch the Dome of the Rock, right? Yeah, Dome of the Rock. Make make a note of that, watch it. Well, it did that and it shrank to about a tenth of its size and then slowly went down right over the houses in Halifax, like right above the, the, the roof tops and it hung there for just a couple of seconds and then went... Straight back to where it was, and then swelled to its original size. And I was like, "What the fucking hell's this?" So, my ex-wife at the time was working at the Royal Exchange Theatre in Manchester, and I checked the the time, and it was quarter past ten. And I thought, right, she'll be out of work. I'll tell her what I'm what I've seen, she, and she'll just be coming out of the front now, having a fag or something. So I I rang her, and she answered the phone, and I went. And this is exactly what happened. I said, "You never you guess, guess what I'm looking right at now." And she went, "Is it like a, a sort of a UFO type of white light thing that's about looks like the moon, but it's smaller?" And I was like, "Fucking is it is?" She could see it from Manchester. Wow. She saw she'd watched it while she was on the steps doing that. What I'd seen. She's the only person that I know that had seen it. And I thought it was going to be all over the news the next day. Mm, you think oh, so? Obviously, you see it from like Halifax and see it from Manchester. Yeah. So why? Why did my ex wife see it? Why? Well, how come she's? What? What are the chances of that? She's. She was with me at every single encounter, and the one where we was thirty miles from each other, she actually saw. It's crazy. Maybe we were both meant to see it. Maybe, maybe. But that that one, the triangle came over. That that was the weirdest, most silent sensation I've ever felt. That that was just. All sound gone like I was in a vacuum. So I'd asked, I think I asked a question to Ryan Sprague as well. Said, how do you, how does your brain compute the fact that this object's there, A, that in itself, but B, that it's not making a sound when any time you're seeing any kind of vehicle in the sky, it always makes a sound. It made me go funny. Unless it's a glider. It made me go funny. Have Have you ever turned to the wall? And looked, and there used to be a mirror there, and you, and there's not a mirror there, but you still think there's a mirror there. But you look, and there's no mirror there, and your head goes a bit funny because you thought it was a mirror there. That conditioning, do you know what I mean? You sort of like you think you, you turn to sort, and you think you're going to see yourself, but you don't. You just see a bit. Yeah. Of, 
wood chip wallpaper. You know, and you're like, oh, fuck, that's, that threw me. It was kind of like that. Sort of a bit of a weird okay. sensation that I should be hearing something and I'm not. It made me, and I don't, I don't even remember if I driving, because I was on the motorway. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember if I had my hands left the wheel or anything like that. All I knew was I was just watching this UFO that was, I could have hit with a catapult easy, easily. Probably could, if it was, if it was, um, if I didn't have gout, I could have hit it with a cricket ball. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so what did your ex-wife think about these? Well, well, she's seen all of them. What did she it think? Blew, about it, blew, it blew her mind. And uh, this was 12 years ago. And I've spoke to her over the years recently uh, just to say, do, do you remember this, 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 and this? And do you remember it like this? And she says, yep, 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 yep. And I don't, then I'll say, well, how do you remember this? And she'll say, oh, this, 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 and this. And I'm like, right, so I'm not mad. Definitely happened. And you could you could probably uh, speak to her and she would tell you exactly the same story. It was, it was, it was the moon one that really um, uh, made me flip out a little bit because I, how, how she saw that, I'll never know. I was expect- yeah. I was, I was ring- sorry. No, go on, sorry. I was ringing people up my friends of mine in Leeds that lived in flats and making them go to the top of the flats on the roof to, to see if they could see it, which they would have done, but he didn't, he couldn't see it. And then my ex-wife saw it while she was coming out of work, having a bag 30 miles away right. that way. Why, why is it that you think some people don't experience or see anything in their lifetime at all? And then do. some, so ignore it. and then, yeah. But that, to have some two sort of profound ones that you've seen, and then someone like myself, who's I've seen the odd thing in the sky, but not not had that kind of experience. I just wonder why why it is that some people have this experience multiple times, and nobody, and then other people none at all. But people may, may they, have been just ignorant of it forever, so they've got hmm. no cultural reference for it. For instance, right. Yeah. When Cortez landed in South America, right, and he encountered the tribes, the the uh, the, the Incas or the Matas or whoever it was at that point, he kind of made threats to them, saying that you're going to have to follow my orders because mm-hmm. um, I've got this fleet of ships here waiting. We can come and destroy you, and they they like they couldn't they no they didn't they didn't they couldn't see them even though they were there. They couldn't really see them. They didn't understand it because they had no reference point for that. They'd never seen ships or, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So they didn't know what it was. He's like, they're going, what? What? See what? And he's like, the ships. They've got a fleet of ships there. Apparently they couldn't make it out. So there's that as well. Hmm. Yeah. So, so you had sort of three experiences within a few months. Within three months other. of each other. Two, uh, one night after the other. Yeah. And then one three months later. You had anything since since then? No, nothing. But I don't go out much, really. And I've been saying to the missus, um, I was going to go and get that because I do the CE five things sometimes, and I, I've left. I lost. I got this really brilliant, like um, illegal laser pen, <laughs> and uh, I was going to go and you know and go up to where Stockton Heath is, where the uh, the, the overlook is, Hillcliff. Yeah, Hillcliff. Yeah, that's where I used to go up to to watch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice so, place up there. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so I was gonna. I've been saying every now and then. I say, do you want to go up to Hillcliff and see if we can spot anything because he's got a great vantage point there. But you've got to be out all the time, you know, looking. And I'd rather just be warm in my apartment now. <laughs> They'll have to come knocking. You know, what I mean? <laughs> Steve is a grey at the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the C five thing you mentioned it then. What, what's your thoughts on that whole sort oh, of human initiated sort of contact? I, I'm 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 open to it. I'm open minded, and I think if you get enough people round and you do concentrate, because I do believe in the power of the mind. I do believe in the atomic frequency and the akashic records. And I think if you if you do concentrate, you might be able to tap in. You just might be able to if enough of you have the same thought and think about the same thing and I want to attract the same thing if you can and it's been successful apparently people do do it you know because they are telekinetic and they do they do flash back when you flash them when you get them and you flash your laser pen at them they flash back 
So, yeah. So, you mentioned so you had these dreams when you were younger. Yeah. Was that where your interest started? Yeah, in, in the whole thing. It was fearful. I used to fear going to bed because I, I, um, it would there would be extremely violent rocking. And um, and then and I would feel like I was levitating, and then I, I would wake up and it would be morning. So and that, so imagine going to bed, doing this, and then doing that in that 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 speed. So in that frame of time. So if I do that and then that, and it's morning, I felt cheated. I felt refreshed. I felt like I'd had a really really good night's sleep. So maybe I just fell unconscious and woke up. Maybe it was just tiredness or anything like that. But it's never happened to me since. But regularly, almost every other night, I'd, I'd either get a really violent rocking sensation like this, and then it would just go really peaceful, and I'd feel like I was floating above the bed. And then, or I would get in bed, lie back, and open my eyes, and the birds would be tweeting in that space of time. And that happened to me really regularly. And then all my books started filling with UFO abduction stories <laughs> from being about seven to ten. And I've I've got one that's classic. I, I kept it and I made sure I kept it so I could show people, but within moving once or twice, it's gone it's gone deeper into the trunk of despair. Do you know what I mean? But if I, I dig it out, I'll 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 take some photos of it and send it to you. So did you tell your family about these sort of experiences? No, no, um, not really. You did, 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 nothing would have been done about it anyway. You'd just been brushed off. It was like, you know, they, they would have said, they would have probably said, oh, lucky you, you get to sleep well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> did you um, have any kind of paranormal experiences growing up? No. I've never had any sort of ghosty or sort of like weird anything really not not that i can recall but my sister was very um attuned to it one of because i had five sisters and they were all older than me but the one next to me was very in tune with like i don't know she was sort of psychic in a kind of my mum was a bit scared of her you know not July. like a carry moment or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't mess with her. Yeah, <laughs> she she wasn't telekinetic, but she would smash you in the face with an object. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh God! True story. <laughs> That's really got me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) There probably was ghosts, but they were too scared to come out. (laughs) (laughs) You have five five sisters, you know. Mental. (laughs) Five five girls all going through teenagers, you know. Yeah, that was that was fun growing up. Yeah, can you imagine that? That's um, yeah, that's poltergeist material. Of course it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was there was probably, there was probably five poltergeists, but they shit themselves. <laughs> they don't come out watching them fight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I'm come up to now. <laughs> so yeah, those those are my. Uh, True stories. I'm a, a, I always think about the time when you contacted me because it was a it was a, a green light going up and down the Mersey, and it and it was a it was a carp float. He's <laughs> 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 like, "Oh my god, what what is this? <laughs> oh, that's a two ounce carp float." Like. <laughs> so now I know it's a night flow. Yeah. Come a long way since then. Yeah, yeah. That was so funny, and he did write. I was one of the first people he contacted. He was like, "This can't be real. Let's get some clarification." Yeah, that's one of my first cases. That was the best. Case. Was it? <laughs> it's very funny. Got, so what, what do you make of... Oh, no, go on, sorry. Go on, sorry, no, you go. 
I was going to say, what what do you make of like all the the UFO programs and such like that are on the the TV now? Because it's like you mentioned, it's becoming a bit sort of the public are being desensitized to it all, and not yeah. really people don't don't really. It's not an outrageous thing to talk about anymore. Aliens and UFOs. It's actually almost commonplace to talk about nowadays. Yeah, people you still have get, got you still opinions get ridiculed whereas, for it. You still do. I've done, yeah, I've you done do. comedic podcasts, and I'm known as the UFO guy on the circuit, right? And it's a massive circuit. And if anything UFO comes up, they always turn to me. But if if I go on a normal podcast, it's guaranteed the questions will come up about it and all that kind of stuff, and it will be still sniggered at, you know. So I try and avoid it because they'll take the piss out of me, you know, the other comics. So you still get it. Yeah. You still get it. You know, you can't, you can't, you're not safe, especially with comedians, you know. No. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's like, we, we, I'm always looking for new venues to do meetups and conferences and stuff. And when I go to like meet the sort of the landlord or whatever and go sort of speak to him about hiring the, the space, you always ask, what is it going to be for? Yeah. I'm always, I always take like a few seconds to like, right, okay, what am I saying? It's still that sort of, yeah, you sat, you've all been okay of, with it, but it's always been like you're still like, hesitant. You do you hear yourself? Say the words. You, you, you sort of like you come, you stand outside yourself and watch yourself going. Well, there's uh, we, we track we track ghosts and uh, <laughs> aliens and that. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I wear my UFO hoodie, and I'm like, I just like point to it, like UFOs. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't yeah. want to say the, don't make me say the words. You'd be surprised how many people are in are up for it as well. You know, because it, it's it's a nice little pastime. It's like my mum was really into. My mum completely believed in fairies when we was kids. She she was absolutely convinced in the fae and the red caps. Have you seen that new film on Welcome? Not yet. Right, it's no. well worth a watch. It's like a little um, British, well Irish indie movie called Unwelcome, and this couple inherit a house from this guy's rich auntie. In Ireland, and and it and when they go and pick, go and move in, they're told by the groundskeeper that they have to leave a blood offering at this little gate, um, and they forget to do it, and uh, and they, these little uh, elves turn up. They're called red caps and stuff, and it's the it's it's mental. It's actually a really good film. It's a really good film. The premise you're building, watching it, you're thinking, where's this going? Because it's a, in the beginning, they so many people these youths try to kill him in the flat, so they want to move to the country and all that. So it's it's quite. Um, uh, terif- terrifying it's you know but then when when it when the red caps turn up you think this is gonna how can this not become ridiculous but it doesn't it gets quite scary uh, and oh you bastards sorry pop-ups again um it gets really scary and uh and quite quite intense you know it's a great film about the fate and if i think my mum was utterly convinced because the, uh, the house was full of fairies it was fairies everywhere and she, from being a small child she was like no the real this, that, and the other, and all that kind of stuff. So, whereas I, I think I've always been open-minded because of that. So, we were, we were, our family were always into like the, the, the um, ancient technology wasn't humans, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know. And the, the pyramids were probably built by somebody with extreme knowledge of engineering that weren't uh, the lay priests and all that kind of stuff, you know. So, and I, I travelled to all these places because of my family and my open-mindedness to go and look for myself at all these places, you know. So, uh, I, I'm a, I've always been very open-minded to it. And I, at UFOs and aliens is definitely my thing, you know. And I can't wait for it to come out for real so I can just give it that on Facebook to all my mates that think that have called me for years and they'll be like, fuck you, they're real. I want to do that. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so talking about that side of things, the UK. What's your opinion on sort of the UK side of it? They've always they say we don't investigate it. There's nothing to it. Do you think they are, or are they are they? Come I think they go? always are. They're, they're obviously are. I, I I watched an interview with James Fox, and uh, and he said, "Trust me." If you get a video or a picture of an absolutely clear 100% this is a UFO video or picture, men in suits are going to turn up to your house 100% of the time, he said. He knows that for a fact. So they're always looking. You know, Every country is because it's technology as well. Imagine if one lands and then they capture it. 
something apparently happened in um, in Little Lever in in uh, when the war was on, uh, and something landed in a field. Could have been anything, but the army came and built a fence up around it, and then a big truck came and took it away. Speculation about what it was. It's worth looking into that. Ash. You know, a little in Little Lever. Yeah, mm. some, some some suspicious activity could have been a Nazi. Might have been a grey. <laughs> yeah. Might have been a grey Nazi. <laughs> you know, what are you doing on the moon? Fuck off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you where do you think these things come from? Uh, do you well, think they are off do you think they're off world or do you think they yeah. are actually from Earth? But no. No, they're up the, there. I think there's a combination of stuff. I think there's a combination of um, dimensional stuff, also stuff that maybe has been here for millennia that lived underground. Um, uh, you know, probably these could be shapeshifters. They could be all of that. But I think mainly they came from the Pleiades and the Palladians and Alpha Centauri and Zeta Reticuli. The greys are all, and all from there. The great, the the the, uh, the tall whites, which is the Nordics, they're from the Pleiades and something like that. Acurians, Acurians, they're the tall whites, and the Palladians came in, and they're heavily discussed in uh, in a, in Mesopotamia. Zoroaster discovered uh, as as wrote about all that kind of stuff. You know, they they were um, what were they called? The uh, Sumerians, Sumerians came, and also as well, if you, I've see, I've travelled to all these places in Guatemala, in South America, and looked at because they had observatories, but they're all the centuries old, five hundred, six hundred years old observatories. What the fuck were they looking through? But you spoke to any of them back then, and they will tell, they will tell you that they came from the Pleiades. So did the Sumerians; they came from the Pleiades. That's what, that's what somebody, somebody some time ago came from the Pleiades and gave everybody all this, this knowledge. Thousands of the, the knowledge of writing cuneiform texts, engineering, um, refrigeration, looking after foods and all that kind of stuff. They, they came and they started because it's a massive leap uh, years ago to where suddenly everybody started to become sentient all at the same time, you know, and they a massive. Populations grew and expanded uh, and became civilized. Yeah. Do you think any of that sort of ties in with stuff that Graham Hancock talks about, where yeah, it was tens of thousands of years earlier than we thought that we had yeah. sort of Probably the knowledge to, to do that? Yeah, because there's there's um, water damage on the Sphinx, isn't there? So if you if you look at the Sphinx, what, the lines on the bottom, I've been to that, I've been there five times, and you've got. Um, when water runs against certain things, you get like um, gouging marks on the side of a rock face or, or in a hillside and out like that. And there's water damage on, on the Sphinx, which shows that it had to be in a place where there was water at some point, right? Which puts it in jungle temperate zone, right? You know, so um, in, in a, what's it called? Rainforest area, right? But that was thousands and thousands of years before, possibly about between ten and twelve thousand years before. So, if you turn the star maps backwards um, to twelve thousand years ago, suddenly, and you bring it in line to when it should have been at a, a, a rainforest and temperate zone and all that kind of stuff, the Sphinx is facing exactly to the constellation Leo, which is the lion. Facing it exactly, so you start looking at what Graham Hancock's saying. It all starts making sense when you turn the star maps back, which can be done very easily. You know, you just gotta, mm-hmm. you know, just they, they got the apps that can do it now. Because huh. huh. so. I've been really interested with Graham Hancock's stuff because I know he gets a lot of shit online, and people, especially the science community. Yeah do not believe all the stuff he talks about and like, because it goes against everything they've always been studying. Of course, yeah. And they're so, so close-minded that they, because their funding and everything is all based on this one yeah. particular narrative, That's right. anything else will take them out of funding. It's out of date now. So, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, <laughs> I just wonder what, 
do you think that science now we've got people like NASA who are looking at UFOs, the Pentagon, government agencies, the different types of reporting that they're allowing. Do you think that science is actually going to play a part in the discovery um, of aliens, for want of a better phrase? Because I don't know how it's all well and good people saying UFOs, because that's in the sky, there's that disconnect. But to say it's aliens implies that we're potentially not the most dominant thing Absolutely. in the universe. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think that it, it's that big and it goes that far back and they've known about it for so long that they, they find it very difficult to find a way of letting us know that they are, there are UFOs and there are aliens without acting because it's going to let the genie out of the bottle and you won't be able to get it back in because everybody will be going, so how long have you known this? And what also they, yeah. they're doing? So, so they did change the DNA to uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago. So you know, and suddenly everyone's going, "Fuck! There's no God. There's no such thing because you create religion." That that that's what they're worried about. All that because suddenly when Joe Bloggs is starts to become woke about the situation and he starts to question it and going, "Hang on a minute," so aliens have been here for millennia, and and they've always known, and and using technology and what what they've been using against us and. Letting, it, letting us take our friends and families carte blanche and do experiments on them and stuff like that. They've known about all that, you know. So it, it's, a, it's a can of worms, like a massive can of worms, because it does go back thousands of years. These aliens are constant on this planet for, for millennia, doing stuff, changing stuff. It's written about Enoch's um, books banned from the Bible because it's all about alien abduction and alien... Um, aliens coming down and the wheel in the wheel and Ezekiel story and stuff and the e- Enoch's just a full story about how aliens came to Earth and, and took him up and all that kind of stuff. Totally um, taken away from the Bible, banned from the Bible. That that that. Yeah. You, can't, you can't have it. You can't. Have, but the, what's interesting is the Vatican have got their own scientists on it now, so they're they're looking for life outside of time because they say it will prove God now. So they've actually adjusted their stance. Then that we're not the only planet on the thing, and then, so they're, they're sort of breaking their own rules now. So we'll, we'll see. It just has to be full disclosure, and then just let, let every look, just honesty, complete, absolute honesty, and say, look, you know, we've we've known about this. They've got breeding programs. These reptilians, this great. This is what they're going to say. You see, these reptilians, these these uh, tall whites, these Nordics, these these greys, these the other the other tall greys, and. The, it's like there's all sorts of different species that possibly there could be dozens of species of aliens knocking about. That fact. So, but then uh, as far as everybody else is concerned, there's nothing like that ever anywhere ever. So now they've got to probably end up saying, "No, there's gangs of them. Like there's some in your back garden." <laughs> probably is as well, though. I mean, look at how fucked up America is, and even if it all was the truth, and they told us yeah. everything at the truth. Half America's not going to believe. Of course. And then you've got, you got to start the more infighting. Of course, the extreme knobheads in the Deep South, and they're, they're so hell-bent on religion that they're going to kick off the most. And those fuckers have got the most guns. There's trouble there. You know? Mm. So, so, But I think the general, general consensus in America is that aliens and UFOs are real now, which is great. So I want to talk about that mentioned it at the top of the show, that Chinese balloon that was just floating over mainland America for a few days. I mean, obviously we don't know. We can only go off what their government's telling us. But I mean, it's dodgy, isn't it? I mean, if it, so if it's this Chinese spy balloon, obviously looking at it, it, it looks like a balloon. It looks like a, looks like a spy balloon. But would they just let it? Just travel across, getting more information. I don't know. How, 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 why, why was it up there for so long? That's what I mean. Like, why, why would they just let it like, just go across the whole of America, let it get over water, and then shoot it down? So just letting them get that information before they shoot it down. That's I don't just, know. Just it, it's just weird. suspicious, isn't it? And the problem is, I don't trust a fucking word, anything, that, uh, any, any word that comes out of an American government, anything ever. I don't, I don't believe anything they say. I think they're always up to something. I think there's always some conspiracy. I think they always tell lies. 
So that if that if they were worried about that thing, that would have been shot down the second they saw it. The second, never mind hanging about for a few days. You know, <laughs> it's probably an Amazon. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but there has been another one spotted somewhere else as well, and I can't remember where it was. I was reading it on the news earlier <clears throat> that another balloon has been spotted somewhere. He's like Central America somewhere. It could be. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. It could. It could be students. It could be some science. Like it could be some rich guy who's you know who's trying to trying to check for the Earth's curvature. It might be a flat earther that's won the lottery. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's trying to prove it. <laughs> He's trying to find the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ice wall. Yeah. Do you, do you remember and him? Then, um... he, he he set himself up in a load of balloons to prove the Earth was flat. And he actually got to see the Earth's curvature and then all the balloons popped and he died. So he had no one to tell. He had no one to tell. He was like, oh, ah. <laughs> also, in the news yesterday, I think it was, I sent it to Ash, um, it said that Putin had, there was a, a UFO spotted whilst Putin was making a, a speech. Right. I just got the words, hmm, back from Ash. So I'm assuming he didn't take it, Ash. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was that was in the news. Ash, Ash is the best cynic in the world ever. Oh, I, I, love it. I love it when people dare to post something with no evidence. And he's like, <laughs> he's like the, stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> I see. If I, if, if I get carried away and I think, oh, look at this. This is amazing. I'll send it to Ash and he'll go, nah, that's a... Yeah. That's a, a pipe balloon. It's a great filter, isn't right. it? Yeah, <laughs> it's a great filter. <laughs> Unless it's a fishing tackle. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was confounding me. That, that has shocked me, and I will remember that story for time to come because <laughs> that will come out whenever he tries to ground me over something that I'm too excited about. I'll set. No, I'll I, remind th- I think what it was. Tackle. I think. Do you fish, Steve? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, in, in his defence, right? I said, is this not a fish? No, no so on these these floats, they're quite big and they're extremely fluorescent green, bright, right? And if that carp is feeding on the bottom, it will be doing this at speed, whoosh, whoosh, and then going into the trees, whoosh, because they get caught and it and it, so it's still in its lip and it's just it's just the line because carp are so strong, they'll snap your line. They'll snap your line, but the, the float will stay on it, and it'll just and it's probably snapped it because because when when you um, plumb your depth when you're fishing, you go you put a lead weight on, and you, that lead weight goes all the way to the bottom of the, the the river, and then you place your float exactly at the top so it's bobbing up, so it's always going to be at that distance, you know. So even if it's right on the bottom, it's still going to be. So at night time, pitch black at night, it just looks like there's a little dwarf running about with a... a, a you know. <laughs> it's funny, though, because we, we actually we talk about some haunted place in America and these lakes that come up, and people see stuff, glowing lights, and people report glowing lights under, underneath well, that lakes. Is swamp, that is swamp gas. That's methane. Yeah. You can go and do it yourself. Yeah. You can go and stomp your feet on them places and put a lighter on it. And it'll it'll ignite, you know. You, that that's a fact that you know you do get pockets of methane in these swamp places, and they can ignite, and they can ignite in different places. So when they said swamp gas, it can appear here and go out, and then light here and appear, looking like it's zipped across. They're getting away with it by the skin of the teeth, but it is factual. It is correct. So you know, lucky them. Drones are the new swamp gas. Yeah, but they didn't have they didn't have. Um, 13 drones in 1952 that went over the White House, did they? No, they didn't. Not yeah. that we know about. No, not really. Not travelling at that speed in, in, in unison. They didn't. Have, they definitely didn't have sat-nav and all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I was going to ask then. <clears throat> so, we... Um, do you think that these whatever they are are here to study us do you think yeah. they're here to I think we're flora and um, fauna yes exactly yeah yeah that's what I, I, don't, I don't think they can mean us any harm no because so if you if you um greg was it was a scientist right 
and and you're you're you were studying ants or behavior in ant colonies and stuff like that right or whatever and you went to the amazon the, the first thing that you would do was, was, was so to observe them correctly you wouldn't interfere with the flora and the fauna you would become part of it so that's what i think that they're doing is that we are flora and fauna to these and they and they're just scientists checking us out they might be planet hopping it might be a completely different planet that they're on that where they you know the 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 um the life there the organic life is a completely different kettle of fish literally you know so it, it's they're just coming flora and fauna might be documenting stuff look what we do i mean in india they triplicate and duplicate and quadruplicate everything anyway you know that's in india that's just the indian race they that quadruplicate everything they you know so they might just you never know they might just be doing that it might be a big universal thing. You never know. It might be teeming with life out there, you know. And it and it's um, and it, there's going to be some civil servants. <laughs> Do you think that when we finally get to Mars, we may? Yeah. No, but think we're think going to find anything on Mars. Yeah. Definitely, and I also think they might find stuff on Venus as well. I know, even though that's a bit of um, tempestuous terrain and weather and all that kind of. I think back in back in the day, earlier on, I think there was definitely <coughs> summer going on on Mars and definitely Venus, as well as well Earth. Obviously, there is. You never know. It might it might be sulfur breathing. It might be different. You know, it might be it compose itself differently based on its its surroundings. You know, it's, but I definitely think Mars, and also I, I believe that we've got we've already there. I think there's already people on Mars from Earth. I think they're definitely on there. So, do you think they'll allow SpaceX to get there? So we've had this conversation before that, that it's all well and good Elon Musk saying I want to put people on Mars, but like you just said, if people are already on Mars. That's going to be an awkward revelation. Well, it's like, it's like they're not going to show you, are they? But they might be around this. They might have their own Area 51 mm. under here. So you can come here. No one is ever going to know. If you if they say keep out of our business, you know, you, yeah. you, but they can then they can set up like little pods on this side of it, you know, and say, look, we're on Mars yeah. now. Woo. You know, I think that's definitely can happen. Because yeah. we, we discussed before that whether or not they would actually allow it to happen. So the the rocket might launch, but whether it gets there is a yeah no it will. So I believe it will. Yeah. yeah yeah we'll get we'll get to Mars. It's a new, it'll fill everybody with um, optimism on Earth and that oh we've made it to Mars, you know. But then it's only going to be <clears throat> they'll have to terraform it, won't they? So they'll be going up there to start terraforming it for for the human race because we 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 are finite, you know. The planet is the way it is. There's something on the news where they think the cause slowing down or spinning the other way oh, God. or something else. I literally watched the call like a couple of weeks ago and then I saw these articles about that thing happening. I was like, oh, well, like, yeah, who knows? Well, I'm still waiting for the polls to flip, hmm. you know, <clears throat> which, it, which happens, but I don't think it happens overnight. I think it takes 60,000 years for that thing, but we, we, apparently we, we're out, we are in that epoch, aren't we? You know, it could be the time when that's happening. Because it does, if you go into um, rock strata, you do find north and south changing uh, at different different times. So it can do that. I don't know what makes it do it. And I don't know why the Earth's on its axis, by the way, because it shouldn't be. And why it's got a processional wobble. That's odd. So there's, there's, there's talk of a collision with Mars, whether Mars was supposed to be a water planet. Um, and, uh, and also Planet X as well, Nibiru. <clears throat> Some massive cataclysm happened there. And uh, I've heard as well that um, uh, all the icebergs in in Antarctica, in the Arctic, are fresh water. They're not salt water. They're all fresh water. And I think these people, what well, for the book that I read, they were, when when the planet collided, all the water went off into space and froze, and then gradually got drawn by the gravitational pull of Earth, and ended up on Earth. Don't know. Just a mad book I read. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to believe when I was about seventeen. You know. That's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Let's let's Google it now. Hang on. Hey Google, are all icebergs fresh water? 
According to National Geographic Society, icebergs float in the ocean, but are made of frozen freshwater, not saltwater. Most icebergs there in the go. hemisphere break off from glaciers in Greenland. Right, so they are freshwater. Wow. So what, what what are freshwater doing floating in the ocean? Those icebergs. Good question. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, um, it's, I have to go now. Uh, but my wife has run a bath, and it's Sunday. I have to have a bath. <laughs> bath day. <laughs> Ready for school in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only time. A bath. Have. Well, yeah. Bath once a week, whether or not you need it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, nice one, yeah. Steve. Yeah, Thank you. Awesome. That was a really nice pleasure. one. Thanks, guys. Take- nice one. Yeah, Angie. Cheers, Angie. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. Pursuit of the Paranormal with Ash and Greg.